I think that there is this curiosity that comes from knowing that you may not know how to do it, but you can figure it out. I am unwilling to give up that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi everyone. And welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show. I am so excited for my next guest, Hillary DeCesar. Welcome. How are you? I'm so great, Kara. Thanks for letting me be here. Of course. Very excited. So Hillary is the CEO, or I should say the founder and CEO of the Relaunch Company. Uh, We're going to talk a bit about Hillary's journey. She's an award-winning entrepreneur and host of her own podcast, which I was on recently called The Silver Lined Relaunch, which I, like I said, was a guest recently. It was so much fun to share my journey on there. And and the relaunch company, for those of you who are not familiar with it, is I'll let Hillary talk a little bit more about it, but they're really on a mission to reframe how we think about second acts, midlife, however you want to look at it, and particularly for women. And she has so much experience and know-how and wisdom around just what are the possibilities that people can sort of take as their next step. So I'm really, really excited to hear more about that too, but also just of how she's built her existing company and kind of just her own career. I just always find it so interesting to dig into people's experiences because we can all learn from others' journeys. So welcome, Hillary. And why don't, as as step one, why don't you take me back? Who was little Hillary growing up? (laughs) Okay, everyone, you have to stay on. (laughs) This is going to be a journey. This is my it. own my own relaunch, which if you're all out there thinking about relaunches that you've had, you probably, if I were to push you, would say that you have at least 15 to 25 significant relaunches that have shaped who you are as you're listening today. And those can be in relationships, they can be in, you know, going off to college, they could be the the big, you know, divorce, health businesses. And what I really realized from when I was super small is that I love, love to create businesses. And I started my first one when I was about five years old, when my mom was getting a divorce and we were we were moving and she had all of these knickknacks and there was something that I really wanted to buy it was like this doll and she said no you can't have that doll so I proceeded to do a I created my own marketplace and on the bottom of all of her knickknacks I put 
the, the amount that it would cost if somebody wanted to buy it, like five cents, 10 cents. And I did I it in it. like a permanent, you know, permanent marker. So that's the beginning. And yes, I got in so much trouble <laughs> because those, it never came off. Every time I ever lifted something, it was still there how much I, you know, and it was funny because what I put value on and what was really like the valuable stuff, it's really funny how I was a kid. But then from there, I ended up, you know, doing kind of a ton of different uh, launches and startups of my own. Going off to college, I created a business called Hillies. My name's Hillary. And it was all around fashion accessories. And then that paid for a trip. I was going abroad. It paid for my abroad um, studies and what I was able to do. And I thought, hey, this is a good gig. Like make money, get to do really fun things. And to this day... I still have from one of my very first jobs, a pair of boots that I bought with my first like big sale. And what's really funny is now my daughter asked to borrow those boots. And so I'm like, all right, see, if you buy really good stuff, it lasts. Not that they were very good, but they were good at that time. So I ended up doing the corporate thing for 10 years. I became a Silicon Valley girl and went through all of the... (laughs) I was definitely during the time period of the boys clubs and trying to fit in and trying to turn myself from a woman into a man. I was selling manufacturing financials and I thought that's just what I was supposed to do. And then my mom came to visit and said, you know, when did we lose Hillary? And it was such a profound statement. I'm like, you know, almost like I got you know, pissed off at her. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, you're in my house. (laughs) What are you saying? And she said, you know, it seems like you've lost yourself somewhere in your success. Yeah, you have it, but are you really you? Who are you? And it knocked me over and it was just like, God, this sucks. I don't really know who I am. And I didn't have a lot of time to think about it because I had three little kids and I was like continuing to go off on my journey. And I ended up uh, going and uh, with the president of Oracle, he went. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, 
Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, It's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. To a venture capital firm called me up, said, hey, come over and you know coach all of our CEOs and executives. And I thought, oh, this could be my next gig. I love this. And I did it. I did it for about five years, started my own business around it and continued, if you can believe this, even with launching other companies, continued to coach for the last 20 years, always as I've run 
other companies. So that takes me now to where I am, which is the Relaunch Co. And Wait, it can, really, I, can oh, I back up yeah. for one, one <laughs> quick second? As I don't want you to go too far ahead. So you were, so you went from fashion into Silicon Valley and what were you doing in Silicon Valley in sort of those early roles? Sales, hundred percent. I was, okay. and I, I, I do have a funny story about that because I went from pre med in college to the the day that my senior year was supposed to be enrolling. There was a gigantic snowstorm, and it knocked out all. Uh, all capabilities of being able to actually enroll for classes. So there was always this one class that I always wanted to take, but it was a senior level business class. Well, in my mind, I figured, huh, if everything is down today and you have to go and fill in bubbles, maybe they won't know I'm not supposed to be there. Well, I ended up getting into this class of 30 and that was personal selling and it changed my life, changed my life. And why did it change my life so much? Because it was the final was all about selling your business to the teacher. <laughs> I'm like, oh, done. I can do that. That's so much better than writing an essay, than you know, trying to figure out multiple choice. I'm like, ooh, this this I can do. And that literally launched me into the Silicon Valley. And I I started Xerox and then moved over to Oracle. But it was funny, I had no high-tech experience at all. And you, so you just jumped in and, and just started trying. But do you think it was like, did you sort of land in kind of tech and, and the, was the actual product that you were working on? Did you, I mean, oh. were you passionate about it? Never really. <laughs> Kara, Kara, I, you know what? It didn't matter what I was selling. As long yeah. as you said, here is what your quota is. Here is what you can do. Go sell it. My biggest challenge was somehow I got into a super technical role and I didn't have tech. I was the girl that would have somebody called the phantom typer type up my papers in college because I didn't know how to type. And next thing you know, I have a headset on and I'm doing lead gen, lead generation for Oracle where I'm supposed to be typing as they're talking. And I'm watching like the 10 people in my group and they never asked me, do I know how to type? So this wasn't even like they just assumed I knew. And so it was at that point that first off, I, I had to go. There were classes, if you can believe those classes at night at community colleges where they taught typing. I went to that. And then on the off nights, I sat with those um, Encyclopedia Britannicas, and I learned about MS DOS, and I learned about how you know HP started, and I learned about um, all of these you know C all these different codes, and and then they put me into an actual coding class, and I was just I, I had to keep telling myself this is just like math, this is just like math, I can do this, and sure. and yet I finally went to the senior vice president, and I said I think we've made a mistake. I don't fit into this, this coding business. I said, let me sell, let me sell this product. I now have a better understanding than any other salesperson because I've been coding. I've been learning about, you know, general ledger and accounts receivable and all these. I'm like, but I don't want to be here. And she was great. And she said, all right, well, let's see what you can do. And that's when it was just, I caught the bug. And, but then as you said, it wasn't something I was passionate about. I just did it. And I, 
figured out that I, I could actually do it. And I, it was financially very lucrative. And then I decided that I want to help others start to really, you know, scale and, and make a lot of money because it seemed like money in my mind at that time equated to happiness, equated to a lifestyle that I could give myself. And so I kept going and I just kept driving myself to, you know, what more, what more, what more. And then, um, and then I kind of hit the wall. Interesting. Before we hit on that point, I think what is really interesting that you touched on is uh, you mentioned that there was a person, the president of, of Oracle, who said, hey, will you come in and do this role and, and essentially coach people along the way, right? We're, do, do you feel like just being kind of vulnerable and sort of telling people what you really enjoyed doing? was something that kind of led to that next step that you, in your journey? I mean, how, uh, I, I think so often people just sit in roles where they're not necessarily enjoying what they're doing and loving what they're doing, but they just feel a little stuck. So it's a great question. And yes, there, there were definitely reasons that this came to be. During the time when I was at Oracle, I always had mentors. I always had mm -hmm. people that I looked for to help me understand better what I was doing. How could I excel? What could I be doing that would lead me to that next step? And I ended up getting on what, what Ray Lane had, which was this president's committee. And so when he called me and said, would you do this? I was already at a place at Oracle where... I had I had gotten all the accolades, I had done what I had ultimately set out and I was feeling like I'm not happy here. Like I'm not like what else can I be doing? And I didn't want to go back into another role that I had done, but that made the most sense. I had my three little kids and he when he offered me that opportunity and there's a gentleman named John Dorr out there as well and they both had all of their all of their um, execs in this room. And I sat up there as I was watching him um, talk to these people and talk about business. And I thought, and there were I don't know, there were probably like 150 people in the room, which I still laugh today because there were probably like three women. Um, and here I'm you know, coming up to tell them, hey, this is what I would recommend you do. But he, the way he presented what I was going to share, I thought it was just like, everybody knows this. Everybody knows what I'm about to talk about. And very few did, yet they were running businesses, but they didn't understand the foundation. And that was probably the most surprising thing. So fast forward, I am helping these companies, they're scaling, they're selling their businesses, they're, you know, all these great successes. And I'm kind of the one like chomping at the bit saying, I want to do that. Like, I want to do that. And I, I've always with my businesses that I have started, they've always followed some part of my life. They, you know, something about it, whether it was fashion and that's what I was really into. Then I had, you know, my, my coaching and I went into helping. Um, the next big thing was I, I had my children. I wanted to keep them safe online. So I created a security company to keep them safe. First, it was girls. 
Then I went into boys and girls and growing that. And, and it's always been this, like, where am I on my own path? on my own yeah. journey and following the passion that you're really interested in and your curiosity right which is amazing well and it ties so nicely into when i read your book on dante that that's what you were doing and you were still like wait a second there's more wait i'm curious and i think that there is this curiosity that comes from knowing that you may not know how to do it but mm-hmm. you can figure it out. You can figure yeah. it out just like you could figure out how to put, you know, the essence into this where it bombs so many different times and then finally you got it right. I felt the same way about I didn't have a business background. I didn't have, you know, the MBA. I, you know, we call it the I went to um Boulder, I went to CU. We called it the Harvard of the Rockies. You know, I didn't go to that school that everyone's like, "Oh, you must be, you know, off the charts, you know, here's what you could be able to do." I didn't do that. And so I had to um I had to really fight my way up and I I had to get creative like you did and and figure out like all right I don't know this but who does. Yeah, I I really think that there's there's so much there. I mean just about being vulnerable and kind of sharing with people what you you know enjoy doing but then also uh you know sharing what you don't know how to do along the way. I think that that's half the battle. So I absolutely Love that about your journey and your experience. So, okay. So the relaunch company, now let's get to get to that. So you're already kind of coaching and doing some, some great Never stuff. gave up, never gave up coaching. Yeah, never gave I that just, up. And so how did you, how did you decide to start the relaunch company? So it actually was more of, it also got dropped in my lap. Um, when you start to realize that I had had the divorce, I had gotten, and this is going to sound like a, a very sad song, but it's really not. Okay. But I had had cancer. I had melanoma. I had had, you know, ki- my kids had health issues. I was, you know, trying to start companies. I had a, um, a person on my board completely do a Ponzi scheme and he took down one of my like absolute incredible companies and he ended up in federal prison. And it was just, I I felt like it was one thing after the next. And then my mom ended up getting cancer and she passed away about a year ago and I took care of her her last life. And there was just one relaunch after the next and they were coming on top of each other. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden I realized, just as I had said, things like my, my companies follow my life, I realized, you know what? I'm not unusual. There are mm-hmm. so many women, men out there that we don't want to call it a midlife crisis because that's, you know, especially women don't have midlife crises, right? We there's no, that's for men. But I like to say now we have, you know, relaunch, you know, we have to be relaunch ready. And we have midlife relaunches. And I laugh because these days, um, midlife is classified age 35 to 65 (laughs) because there's so many people living longer. And unfortunately, you know, people are hitting that, that crisis point much younger. And with this said, it was one of those that I realized, wait a second, I have a formula. I have a model that I have been using with helping people launch and relaunch their businesses for, as I said, over 20 years. What if, and this was during my, you know, 
that you call it, you know, the dark night, right? That that yeah. uh, everything yeah. was just blowing up. I literally was like, I'm not sure I could handle one more thing or I might, you know, self-combust. And all of a sudden I thought, wait, why can't I use what I teach people, CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, why can't I use it on myself? Why can't I use this methodology, this process and become the entrepreneur of me in my relationships in my business and with myself, because there's this, this misconception out there that love yourself, love your life, love your business, love. Oh God, it's so great. And I was at the point where I didn't even like myself and I'm sitting here hearing this and I'm feeling like I'm even failing at like, just, you know, liking myself. There might've even been a little, you know, even more of like a hate, hate in there of what's going on. Why is this all happening? You know, woe is me, that victim mentality. And I, I thought, well, what if I did this? And I did, I started to use the relaunch. I call it the relaunch effect because it literally affects all areas of your life. And I thought, if I can do this, if I can help myself, and initially I thought, let me just help myself in one area. Let's not try to do like all of them because that I I really right, it's a lot. I yeah, I didn't believe I could do that. I didn't believe I could have happiness in all areas. That that just didn't exist. It existed for others, but not for me. And I was literally, I looked at the three areas in my life. I was divorced. I had just had melanoma. My kids were sick. And I, um, there were a bunch of other things that we'll go into. And I thought, okay, so I could work on myself. I go, I, I could work on my relationships and I could work on myself. Uh, which one am I going to do? And I thought, well, probably the easiest is let me, let me just start with me, right? Cause I'm the common denominator in all of this, you know, bullshit here. This is, it's all me. And I started down the path of this was long before, you know, this, this, you know, the hype of mindset and all that. And my mom, my sweet mom who passed, she gave me that very, I think it was like one of the first days that the secret came out and I read it and I thought, okay, I like part of this, but there's a, there's a flaw here. There's something missing. You know, you can't just think it and sleep on the couch and it'll just come true. I said, what action could I take? And there was a gentleman in the book, uh, John Asaraf. And I thought, all right, I want to, I want to meet him. I thought I'm going to put this into into practice. I'm going to meet him. And oh, by the way, I want to become one of his top coaches that coach his top like programs. So his coaches of coaches. And I thought, and let's just do this. I want it to happen in the next 90 days. Okay. So I thought, all right, I just said that the secret, this whole idea of putting it out there without taking action doesn't work. So I'm like, what could I do? What could I do? So I formulated the course that I would want to teach his, his coaches. And within six weeks, I am literally at a conference. I look across the room and I'm like, okay, I'm like, I think that that's John Alzheimer. Oh my God. And I felt like I knew him. Like I literally have been, you know, like putting this out there, doing all these things that I practice. And I walk up to him and I'm thinking like old friend. I'm like, Hey, oh my gosh, Hillary de Caesar. So great to see you. This is so amazing. And he just looks at me like, you know, the deer in headlights, like, I don't know you. And I felt like I was like a stalker of a celebrity. So we finally did 
you know, end up getting to know each other. And yes, I can honestly say I became a coach to his coaches. It was one of those. But more importantly, what happened is I I started my quest down the idea of neuroscience. I um, have now, I think I've been studying it for 10 years. I find that um, the more I can learn about it, the the more I put into the programs and the coaching and the more success I'm seeing with it. So there is this, this idea of, of putting it out there of your thoughts and your, you know, your emotions, creating your beliefs. Um, one of the things that I do like to share, and I think your audience would really benefit from it is I call uh, limiting belief bugs, belief underground surfacing. And we all have bugs. We all have them. And I, I kind of put it, I put it in the term of, you know, when you're um, in your kitchen and you see one ant before you go to bed and you're like, oh, and you kind of like squash it. And then you're like, oh, should I do more? Should I go, should I spray it? What should I do? And then the morning you come down and they're like all over. That's kind of what your limiting beliefs do to you. You shove them down, shove them down, shove them down. They kind of roar their ugly head. You shove them down, shove them down. And then they just like storm roll you. They're like, Phew. it's like the tsunami comes in. And so when we continue to avoid, and what we do a lot of times is we avoid, avoid, avoid. Well, unfortunately, when we hit that mid zone, that midlife area where too many of our relaunches are starting to come on top of each other, our bugs surface and they start to bring us down. And that's when you have to be like, hold that thought, not doing it. I'm now going to blast the beliefs. And there's a whole process around that that I created as well. So super fun. I love it. So talk to me a a little bit more about the model 3H and Mm. how it can help create a lifestyle of success, of positive, good stuff going on. Okay. So this is truly the genesis of any relaunch. It it differentiates um, what we do at the relaunch company from, from everyone out there that I see. We really start with the three H, which is the heart to the head, to the higher self. And you heard me talk about the head. The head is this mass of like, you know, you got your logical in the front, you're all thinking in the head, you're, you know, focused in the head, you're caught up in your head, but it's that neuroscience, it's that subconscious that really is running the show. And what I always say is that get out of your head into your heart, but then there's the higher self. And we as a society were never taught about how incredible the universal truths, the universal laws are that could help us have so much more success than we've ever known. But there are these like pools, like you're either in the woo area, right? You're all woo wooed out. You're either in that like scientific, you know, brainy section of the head, or you're all in the love. This is like, you got to love everything. And Truly, I say, you just got to throw out, throw out each one separately, but think of them as this infinity, like they're all interconnected. They're all tied together. And that's where the magic happens for you. It's when you realize that if you're not happy where you are right now, it's because your limiting beliefs are at a place where you think you should be 
doing something that came to you when you were young and you're not there yet, which means you're not there yet. You're upset that you're not there. So you're not living the life you really want. Well, then you're in your head. So how do we get back to that center of really understanding from the heart, from the heart, what you want, not what your parents wanted for you, not what your siblings, not what your friends, not what like even this false sense of who you are thinks you want, but what do you really, really want? Get into the heart. Then you can get into the head and 95% of everything you do is in the subconscious running your habits that support that whatever you're doing these days that you're not really that happy with. And then I say, get into intuition. And that's where truly that, that magic of like, you can, like, there is no difference between you and that person that you think has everything. Mm -hmm. What, what they know and you don't know is that when you combine the three H, the model three H, that's when you start to actually make things happen. You stop waiting for things to happen to you. They're happening for you. Absolutely. I love that. One of the things that I've heard you talk about is that whether it's relaunching your business or your your life, I mean it, it they're they're kind of one and the same, right? There's there's sort of a direction that you need to head in. What are some of the top tips that you share with people to just kind of figure out how to move forward? So I think that first and foremost, we all have to realize that step one in whatever you're going to do is release. And the release part is the most important. It's releasing what all of these expectations that you have put on yourself, that you are beating yourself up because you're not where you're supposed to. You're not in the job that you ultimately want. And if you're in the job, you're not in the relationship. And if the relationship isn't working, then you're the relationship with yourself. And you're constantly like in your head, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And you have to be able to say, or you're, you know, you're going through a divorce. You're, you know, your kids aren't where you think they should be. And it's kind of like this moment of reckoning where you sit there and you say, I have to release the past so I can reset to get to the future because all of the achievements and a great example of this, I was working with a gentleman who had just sold his business for 250 million and it was um, acquired by another company and he was being brought in and he was miserable. Had did not, he was an entrepreneur that now is in a corporate world. He was so unhappy. And he came to me and he was just like, I don't even know what to do. My marriage is like almost at the point where they were getting a divorce. I have no relationship with my kids and I don't even know what's next. This process of being able to release and say, okay, let's give up everything that's gotten us here. What do you really want? to now move forward. Well, I really want a happy, you know, marriage. I really want to be like content within myself. And there's this awesome thing that I talk about divine discontent. We think that, you know, we're like, we're supposed to be stuck in this moment of like, well, you know, this is just the way it is. This is just the way things are. And that's not the case. Where do we learn that? It's just another story. It's just another one of these limiting beliefs. And so once we got past this release, once we realized that you do not, do not, and I told you, 
I was in victim mode. I was thinking, you know, and I was always that person that um, I would call, I would call my mom on a daily basis and I would actually one up myself from the day before I'd call her and say, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. And then I would give her another one. And it would be like, you're not going to believe what just happened to me at work. You're not going to believe what just happened to me in my relationship. I mean, it was just like, I was, I was putting out there that I needed to come up with some other bigger, badder type of relaunch for myself. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, we've got, we have to stop that. We have to, how do you stop it? You need to then sit back and say, how do I release this? I need to be able to release so that you can reset. And the second step of the relaunch effect is reset. I absolutely love that. So where can people find out more about you and about relaunch? And you have so much great wisdom and and steps along the way. And and I just absolutely love hearing everything that you're talking about. And I really think that it can help so many people. And more than anything, what I share with people too, is that staying kind of where you're at, if you're not happy, if you feel stuck or, you know, you're complacent, complacency is never a great idea, right? You have to figure out how to move forward in some way. And I think you're doing that for so many people. So where can people find out more about relaunch? It's so true. I first want to say you have to listen to yourself. And if you're not, if you're feeling like, you know, on that happy scale, you're not above, you know, the five or you're even lower, it's okay. I just want to throw that out there. It is okay because society is like keeping you exactly where you are and it doesn't have to. So you have a choice and you can go to the relaunchco.com. That is our website, therelaunchco.com, and it has everything. It has the ability to sign up for our six-month Fired Up Entrepreneur business program. It has the one-on-one coaching if you choose to do that, and it also has how to access our blogs and our podcast. I love it. That's so great. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And Hillary, what it's to get to... The relaunch, would you rather, do you have a your own site too, your own social? Or is everything go through the relaunch? No, no, no. You can also follow us at The Relaunch Co. on Instagram. And you can also go to The Relaunch on Facebook. It is The Relaunch Effect. And I go live in there every single week with additional, you know, tips and a lot of the three H, you know, I just constantly am like, it, you know, just, you have to be thinking about all three areas. And I, I make sure that you have a really great grasp of those so that you can, and this is all a lot of free content too. So go to the Facebook group, it. the relaunch effect. And as I mentioned before, Hillary has an incredible podcast that she interviews lots of great people on on the silver lined relaunch and it's just it's super super great to have you here uh thank you everybody for coming on uh you can visit me on my social channels at kara golden with an i and also just i hope you guys will come over and hear more episodes of the Kara Golden Show. I'm interviewing amazing founders and CEOs um, every Monday and Wednesday. And so many great stories about people's journeys and challenges that they've had along the way and overcome that I think we can all learn from. And if you haven't had a chance to 
grab a copy of my book, please do. It's been so fun to get it out there. As many of you know, it was five years in the making for me and in between actually starting and running a company and doing lots of other four kids, doing lots of other things. I was journaling and writing this book. So it's been really, really fun to get it out there and hear from so many. So if you've had a chance to read it and you want to shoot me an email or DM, that would be terrific as well. So thanks everyone. Have a great rest of the week and we will definitely be back here very, very soon. Thanks. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.